Good morning, world. Hello, everyone, everywhere. It's Pastor Robert Thibodeau. Welcome to Prayer 21. Prayer. I keep doing that every morning, don't I? Welcome to Prayer 2021. Glory to God. We're, we're going through every single day in the year 2021, which is the year of prayer. Every single morning at 5 a.m. Eastern Time, we're coming to you live, Facebook Live. Uh, we're on YouTube Live. We put the recordings on Facebook, on YouTube, on our podcast. You can download the podcast at prayer2021.com. Folks, we are committed to prayer every single day this year. And we wanted to come to you every morning just on a different aspect of prayer. We're sponsored by podcastsforchrist.com. So if you have a Christian podcast, you're thinking of starting a podcast, check out podcastsforchrist.com. we got free resources there for you. And we're this just there to help you get the word out. Amen. Today's scripture reading comes from Acts chapter 1, verse 24. Then they prayed, Lord, you know everyone's heart. Show us which of these two you have chosen. Let's go before the Lord for a word of prayer. Father, in Jesus' name, we come before you this day to yield ourselves to you, to yield ourselves to Jesus, to yield ourselves to the prompting of your Holy Spirit. Our desire, Father, is to do your will with our life this day. Our desire, Lord Jesus, is to fulfill the purpose for which you've put us in this aspect of ministry, whether it's fivefold ministry or just supporting ministries, whether it's just intercessory prayer or whether we're to, to be prayer warriors. Lord, our desire is to serve you in the calling you have for our life. So, Lord, as we come to you this day, as we go before the throne of grace and mercy this day, we thank you for wisdom and understanding and what it is you want us to see today about prayer. And we give you, Father, all honor, glory, and praise in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Glory to God. So today we're going to be talking about you will know what to do. You know, we've been talking about prayer continuously, constantly, in the little things. And as you continue to do this on a consistent basis, you'll become more and more sensitive to the promptings of the Holy Spirit. And as as you ask for his guidance in choosing you know, things like what clothes to wear, what to fix for dinner, or what route to take to work, it becomes easier and easier for the Holy Spirit to speak to your spirit man. This allows your spirit man to connect to your mind and to give you the advice that the Holy Spirit is providing. In turn, your mind becomes more accustomed to following the directions, the promptings of the Holy Spirit and making actual decisions to follow the Holy Spirit's lead. Amen. As you continue to practice and implement this process on a daily basis, several times per day, and then ultimately, continually, all day long, your faith will begin to increase. Why? Because you know God is talking to you when you ask him a question. Praise you, Jesus. You become sensitive to his voice through the Holy Spirit. Think of it like this. Take this as an example. You take your children to the mall, and, you know, let's say you have a six-year-old, five, six-year-old child. You go to the mall, and while you're looking at something, you become distracted just for a moment, not long, one, two minutes, tops. You're, you're looking at something, and your child has wandered off. There's only one or two minutes, maybe, 
They couldn't be far. Where are they? And you start to scan the stores quickly, and you're, you don't see them. You call their name. But there's hundreds of people there, and their kids are near you, too. The, 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 the sounds, and, and, and but you only hear one voice answer. One voice stands out from all of the rest, and it's your child's voice. You call again, and you zero in on their location. You find them just you know, 20, 30 feet from you, one aisle over, right around the corner in another aisle. Oh, that sense of relief, right? Praise God. But how did you recognize your child's voice from all the others that were talking right there in your immediate area? How did your child recognize your voice from among all the others right there in that area? Simple. Familiarity. You have been communicating with one another, your child and you, your, your, you and your child. You've been communicating with one another on a daily basis, several interactions per day. In this example, six years. You both have become accustomed to tune in to hear the other's voice. So when you called out, your child picked up on your voice. And when they responded, you picked up on their voice. And despite all the other noise of other voices and the music playing and things like that going on in the mall, everyone, all this noise happening at the same time, you were able to distinguish each other's voice and connect quickly. Amen? Now, it works the same exact way with the Holy Spirit. You become accustomed to listening to the promptings of the Holy Spirit in the little things and it gets easier and easier for you to hear God's promptings in the serious situations, such as the child that was lost in the mall. Another quick story about uh, how you'll be able to tune in to what God is saying. You know, because when you need to truly hear from God in a serious situation, in a major decision, for a major decision, such as changing careers or or moving to a new town, or making a huge financial investment, like a new home, new car, etc. You will hear him, and pay attention to him, and not all the other noise and other other, other voices speaking to you at the same time, right? So this is a real quick story. As a police officer, uh, I was working a midnight shift, and there is one stretch of road we used to call it, you know, the the wilderness patrol it was just you know like eight miles nothing no houses no street lights i mean it's just you're out there and i had a stop out in that area and my daughter was working dispatch for our office at the time and she was normally on day shift but she was working overtime to fill in for somebody and she's on midnights and because of the way the the department was set up they would have uh, a dispatch center, and her job was not my area. She was in, helping out a, another detachment, but it was a centralized call center. And, you know, she heard my call come in over the radio. And usually when, uh, you know, you needed an extra unit, the officer would pop on the radio and say, you know, uh, for, you know call out your patroller, patrol six, McHenry, start me another unit. And that just tells them, this situation isn't serious right now, but it could go 
south quickly or for whatever reason, uh, you know, send me another unit because you're way out there and it'd take them 10 minutes to get there. And this particular night I was on a traffic stop and the person I was dealing with was not being cooperative, let's put it like that. And I knew that this, cause this was going to get serious pretty quickly. But, you know, I was not concerned for being able to handle myself. The problem was we were right next to a ravine that would come down off the highway. It was like 30, 40 feet right off the highway. So if there was a tussle and we went down that ravine, my radio would no longer work. Okay, that's the, the radios we had at the time. It wasn't going to be able to broadcast from down in that ravine. And so I knew what I was about to do in this situation, but I'm processing everything. I said, I have to start another unit out, at least headed this way, because I'm not going to be able to communicate if we are wrestling down there. So I just reached up, said, Patrol 6 McHenry, start another unit. And that's about all the time I had. And uh, my daughter picked up on it. She was not on our radio system, but she was in that room. And she turned around and she said, get somebody out there quick. He goes, why? And said, he is fixing to get into something, right? She, she knew the tone of the voice. It was the same thing other, other officers say. I've said, you know, every day routinely, you know, when, you know, you just need that extra unit out there or something. And, but she picked up. I'm about to take action. That's what she heard in that voice. He's about to go off on somebody right now. And, I mean, we talked about it later when I arrested the guy and took him up to the station. They were talking about that. Said, you know, as soon as you keyed up and said that, she turned around and said, get somebody out there now. And they said, why? He didn't say anything was wrong. He goes, no, I heard his, I know that voice, you know because she was raised with me, right? And if I spoke something like that, this was the last word they would hear before action was taken by dad to enforce something, right? And she knew there was something going on, right? But how did she become so familiar? I've been working there for years, and these other dispatchers, you know, they, they did not pick up on it. But she had been around me her whole life, and she knew the tone of voice, that was being used. And that's what she picked up on. And, and within like six minutes, I had another unit there. And everything was fine. I didn't have to go off on the guy. He was arrested and, and all that. But that's the point I'm trying to make, that familiarity. And when in serious situations, you will be able to pick up on things the Holy Spirit's saying. You know, it's, if, it's one thing to say, you know, Father, what should I wear for work today? And then, okay, you know, like that. But what if you're in the mall? And what's the purpose of the mall, basically? To separate you from your money, right? So do you really need that $300 jacket or $250 pair of shoes? Do you really need that 84-inch flat pedal HD TV? I mean, your 64-inch at home is working just fine, right? But if you pray, pay attention and, and you have continuously... Uh, talk to God about the little things, the situations, small situations, and then it comes time to make this major decision. 
you will hear God's voice telling you what to do. It may just be a peace that comes over you, or it could be a prompting of no. Because, well, I've got the extra $500, you know, and, and you know, yeah, I think this jacket would be nice, and I could buy shoes that match it and all that, and hear this no. Now, if you've been practicing continually, staying in communication with God, you will recognize that voice. And it wasn't a conversation he was having. You know you don't really need the new jacket and the new TV right now. You don't need to go buy new shoes because something's going to happen with your car and it's going to cost you $500 to get it fixed. And instead of putting that on a credit card, you got the cash right now. So just hold off on this purchase. It's not really necessary. He's not in this in-depth back and forth conversation with you about it. You just pick up on no. Right? And that you'll be able to recognize his voice. You know, some of the best advice I've ever received concerning this method of making a decision came from my mentor of the faith, Dr. Jerry Savell. I attended his Bible school uh, back in 1998-99. Uh, I was talking to him one time and I asked him that question. You know, how do I know I'm making the right decision? And his response was, peace. If I pray about something and I have complete peace on the inside of me, I know I'm in the will of God, but if there's something on the inside of me that's causing some type of unsettling, anything at all, I do not move forward. I may move forward later, perhaps the timing wasn't right, but I will not move unless the peace of God is on the inside of me concerning the decision. Amen. So, folks, I'm going to leave you with that for today. But you will only be able to sense the peace of God if you have been accustomed to hearing his voice. And you can only do that through continuous, constant, staying in communication type of prayer. Amen. Do me a favor. Can you leave a comment down below? I would greatly appreciate it if you would leave a rating and review over on iTunes. All of this helps us to grow to get the word out. And be sure to visit our website, podcastsforchrist.com. Download our free resource right there, How to Start a Christian Podcast. It's free. It blesses you immensely. If you have one uh, podcast right now, or you're thinking of starting a podcast of your own. Until next time, this is Pastor Bob Tibble reminding you from 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 17 in the Living Bible to always keep on praying. Be blessed, folks, in all you do.